You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast, episode number 92. Today, we're breaking down an entire case study with one of our listeners to see how they crushed their latest launch. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and I've built a multiple seven-figure internet business that offers the financial freedom to do what I want, when I want. And I'm the first to say that hard work and hustle are not essential ingredients for your success. So how do you build a thriving business from the inside out? Now with over 800,000 downloads, this is the Mind Your Business Podcast. All right, all right. Welcome to the show. My name is James Wedmore. This is the Mind Your Business Podcast, doing another bonus episode for you here today. Happy Friday for those of you guys listening the day this episode comes out. Very special episode here. Did something a little bit different, a little bit exciting. I just wrapped up an interview with one of our listeners, one of the fans of the show. She's also a student of Business by Design, my signature marketing program. And she laid out her entire story and journey, which I could really say like quintessentially is like she is the poster child for integrating both what we call the left brain and the right brain stuff. Having a good plan or a great plan and strategy and taking the right action but then also infusing that with the right mindset and the right emotional state. And one of the things that she'll talk about in this episode, which I think was just beautiful, is the total breakdown that she had in the middle of her webinar launch and what she did to pivot and turn it all around. It's beautiful, and the lesson and breakthrough here is so powerful. And, you know... Not until you actually do it yourself will you really get it. And this is an example of one of our listeners who listened and took action. So without further ado, I want to introduce you to Kelly Wise. Let's play that interview right now. All right. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. James Wedmore here. And I am so excited to introduce to you to another super awesome member of Business by Design, Kelly Wise. Kelly, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm very good, and I cannot wait to share your story and your journey with our listeners. One of the things that just stands out so much with your success is, first of all, what you've been able to accomplish in, what, six, seven, well, I guess now it's it's been like eight months now, but it seems like such a short amount of time. But what's so cool is what you've been able to do with such a small list and small audience. Five-figure launches with a list size of under you know, 1500 people. And this is so huge guys, because the number one objection I get all the time from people is I don't have a list or I don't have a big list or big audience. And here is someone that is rocking it and growing and building momentum with one product and a, you know, it's small, everything's relative, but with a list size of under 2000 people. So I just can't wait to get into today's story, how you did it, what you're doing. I know there's a huge piece of mindset that was a huge shift for you. We're going to talk about that. But first, because we met in person back in January, one of the first things you told me immediately was, well, you told me like two really great stories, but one of which was when you met up with some of your customers for the first time. Can you share that story with me? 
Absolutely. I was just so excited for the VIP day in Laguna Beach and just getting to meet you and see you in real life. And it was sort of a surreal kind of experience for me because I had been so used to having you in my head constantly <laughs> listening to the podcast. And right now, I actually, I kind of feel like I'm just listening to the podcast. I'm not really on the podcast. You're on it. This is it. <laughs> this is crazy. Just because of the tremendous difference you've made in my life in such a short period of time. And when you get that opportunity to meet that person who's had that big of an impact, it just kind of, I don't even know how to describe how it makes you feel. So I was like excited and nervous all at the same time. And the really cool thing, another really cool thing I should say about coming out to Laguna is that I actually had a couple of students, actually three of my own students who lived within 20 to 30 minutes of where you are located. And so when I was sharing in my own private members only Facebook group, like, oh my gosh, guys, because I talk about you all the time. <laughs> like what I'm learning is applicable to what I'm teaching them oftentimes. So I'll share things so they know who you are as well. And they listen in to you too. So that's cool. So I was sharing like, I'm so excited, guys, you are not going to believe this. I'm going to Laguna and I'm going to meet James. And a couple of them were like, where? Well, we live out there. Like, let's get together. And I was like, absolutely. That's amazing. Let's totally do that. So we met up the night before the VIP day, just went out for dinner. It was so neat to just hang out with them in real life and not just see their little cute little pictures on the computer screen. So we just had the best time. So they wanted to know all about this VIP day that I was getting. And I was excited to share about that and just shared those feelings that I was having just about the excitement and talking about the impact that you've had on me and my life and my business. And they just kind of like stopped and stared at me and they were like, Kelly, you don't understand. That's how we feel about you. Mm. And here I am right now, like I'm starting to tear up. <laughs> it's a good thing you can't even see me right now, but that's how it hit me in that moment. I couldn't believe that these girls that I just loved and adored and was just so honored to be a part of their journey, that they were talking about me in the way that I was talking about a mentor of mine who happens to be you. So that hit me in a really, really powerful way and helped me realize, gosh, I did set out to make a difference in people's lives. And I didn't know if it was really actually going to happen but it happened and it was amazing. And then they wanted to pay for my dinner. And I just felt like, no way, like, that's not like, I'm here to be with you. And I just couldn't believe um, that they were so impacted that they just wanted to treat me like a queen that night. That's so it was a pretty incredible experience. And I need to give a shout out to Michelle Desiree and Laura, who were the lovely ladies that I got to have dinner with that night. I just, I love that story because I think all of us have those moments and those experiences where it does hit you in a profound way of like, like it's evidence that you've 
impacted or made an impression on someone you know sometimes when you're doing this like even just like the podcast you're like you see the numbers like we're like oh we got five thousand downloads yesterday <laughs> it's it's hard to realize sometimes until you like sit there and get really present like those are five thousand people that took the time out of their day in their life to put you in their ear and not somebody else and like it's pretty surreal so when you have a moment like that how does it change or affect the way you look at business now? It's just, it's so neat to really visualize everyone as real people. And not that I didn't before, but to be able to have gone beyond the screen and get to just chat about life and not about, you know, the content of what I teach or what my course is about, but just hang out and get to hear like the little details of their lives that have nothing to do with what I'm teaching. And to know that, you know, their lives are so similar to my life and we're just all, you know, in this journey together of mm-hmm. trying to figure out how to do life better and how to just you know, make connections and what's the next step in our own journeys in life or in business or in whatever. So I'm constantly just thinking about these real people and not that I wasn't before, but like I write an email and I can picture like these real people that I'm talking to and not just some made up character or a screenshot of somebody that I called my ideal customer. Like, they're real people. They're not numbers on my email list. Like each of them has a name and a face and a family and all of these things going on. And they're just like me. There's really, I don't feel like there's anything separating us. I'm just coming along as a sidekick on the journey. Well, speaking of journeys, I really want to share your journey or have you share your journey with our listeners. Now we've been sharing a few other case studies and we've been really diving in onto the, you know, what we call the beta launch, the monetize before you make it. And I know that's something that you did before actually joining business by design. And so I know there's some of our listeners that are like, okay, well, what is that next step? Like once you launch something, you know, once you test the offer in the marketplace and create it and have those founding members, what are the next steps? And you're the person to answer that. I'd love if you can kind of start us off there Like you did your beta launch and then you relaunched it. Can you take us through a little bit of that timeline? Sure. So the most valuable thing that I could do at the end of the beta was getting in there and asking them, what can I do to improve this, to make this better, to refine it, to, um, to add on to it or to take things out. And they, my beta founding members were so great at just sharing openly and honestly. And it's so hard. I think sometimes to ask for like a critique, mm-hmm. um, cause you don't want to hear like the bad parts, <laughs> but you know that in order to make it better, sometimes there are things that need to change. And so I gave some ideas of what I thought might make it better, but I wanted to make sure it was in line with what they were thinking. And I also wanted them to kind of rate different parts of the program as far as what was the most meaningful and kind of prioritize that. So I was able to really refine what 
I had already done with them and they were already getting great results and really excited about the program and excited about other people coming into it. But the one thing that I found for my particular audience is that they are so busy and not that like everybody's busy, but I feel like the people that I work with are some of the most busy people on the face of the planet because they work most of them a full-time job and then are doing a business on the side and they have families and they have small children and they've got like everything going on that they possibly could. And so my idea was, well, what if I put all of this content into audios so you could listen to the content while you're washing the dishes, driving in your car, going for a walk, doing other things that don't require thinking, and then sit down and go through the exercises when you do have like a half an hour chunk of time here or there. Because the beta launch was actually all text-based. It was all these like gigantic workbooks and there's no other way to do it than to sit down with it. But since my content lent itself to an audio like a podcast, because it wasn't really anything they needed to see, it was just things they needed to learn and like download into their brains. So when I said that, they were like eating that up, like, yes, please, that would have made it so much easier. And so when I launched it again in the fall, just a couple months later, people were like all over that. And I had people telling me like, that's what sold me on this program. Like when you said that I can learn what I need to learn while I'm driving to and from school, like I was in, like there was not a question. So it was just getting that feedback and confirmation of what to improve and what to take out. Cause there were actually some things that I took out as well as adding some things in that I think made it so much more powerful the second time through. And actually I'm getting ready to launch for the fourth time and it just keeps getting better and better as yeah. time goes on. And the founding members are crazy excited about it cause they got in on the ground floor and they're still getting new awesome things as time goes on. And I'm like thrilled to be able to do that for them and to feel like I'm building a community that it's not like a one time, like you go through and you're done and like, see you later, like have fun with this. Like I actually have in my group, similar to you, the founding members are there and every new group that comes in is there. And we call them our alumni. The alumni are always coming in and helping out the new people along the way. And it's just become like a family experience. And that has been awesome. And I don't even remember what the question was that you asked me <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like I've gone so far down a no, rabbit it's hole. So great. But I do want to make sure we have more context because I forgot to ask you this. Tell me really quick, what is the product that you've been selling? What does it do for whom? Sure. So I work with teacherpreneurs, which just basically means they are currently teaching basically kindergarten through 12th grade, or they may have been a teacher in the past and are now out doing their own business. And most of them, I would say more than 90% actually have online stores in a marketplace called Teachers Pay Teachers, which is a lot like Etsy, just mm-hmm. for teachers. So my program is called Stand Out 
brand camp. And it really just teaches them how to build a strong brand and how to add the marketing and business piece in because what they're so good at is they're brilliant at being creative teachers and being able to kind of package their knowledge and their experience and their resources into these products that other teachers can buy. But what they don't have time for is trying to figure out how to market themselves and how to do it effectively. So I try to you know, take all of the guesswork out of it, put it into the program so that they can just learn like how to start a really strong, solid business, how to get clear on their vision and their goals and how to have great messaging and great visuals and just put the whole package together so that then they can go out and be more effective with the stores that they Typically, most of them already have filled. They just are kind of like, well, how do I sell these things? Like, I've created all this great stuff, but it's not doing me any good if it's just sitting there. So I, I, love I, I help them actually sell it. And how much is the program? In this next round, we are starting at an early bird price of three sixty-seven, and then the regular price will raise to four sixty-seven. So you've raised the price. It has raised every time. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so this is news to me. Okay, so this is very exciting. So take me back really quickly to your first, quote, unquote, air quotes, official launch, which you did in October. So you launched it in the, the you did your beta in the summer, right? And then mm -hmm. first launch in October. Take me through that one really quick. What was the price point there? You know, so now that I'm saying that it raised every time, I'm not positive that it did raise between October and January. I think it was, or maybe it did. It might have been either 247 or 297 at Got that it. point. And how did you launch it? What'd you do? In the fall, it was a webinar launch. I did two webinars back to back, two days in a row, and then had some live streaming inside my Facebook group. But at that time, it was my large Facebook group called Teacherpreneur Tribe. And I did not actually specifically create a launch Facebook group, which I have learned is a better way to go. So in the following launch in January, I actually had just created a, like a pop-up Facebook group that was only for the launch. Mm -hmm. And that was a lot more effective. I love that. Um, so what, how much yeah. revenue total did you generate in sales during the fall launch? So the fall launch, my like big goal was 20,000 and I made 19.7. So close. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's so awesome. I felt like this totally counts. Like, it I does. mean, of course it does. Um, now, you also told me before you know, we did our little prep for this episode that you had a little bit of a breakdown during this launch. And not everyone knows about the breakdowns. And I think it's important to share those. Are you willing to share a little bit about what happened during this launch for you? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> so, yeah, I felt like the beta launch went so amazingly well beyond my expectations. I had more people than what I was even ready for. I had said, you know, I was going to do a pre-sale and well, that's obviously what beta is, but 
you know, I had to get 20 people in order to feel good about doing it, but I would take as many as 30 and I didn't want to do more than 30 because I wanted a small group to work with. And before I even could shut down the cart, like a couple, like two or three extra people rolled in. (laughs) So I ended up with like 33 people instead of 30. And then I was like, whoops, I told people 30, but I can't turn these people away. So anyway, it just really blew the expectations out of the water. And so coming into the second launch in the fall, I just thought, gosh, if I actually do this in a really like well planned out way, not just through emails, which is what I did for the first launch was all solely through email. So if I do two webinars and I have Facebook ads and I do this whole professional thing, you know, the results are going to have to be great. It's going to have to be bigger and better than the first time. So I spent a ton of time preparing and felt like things were pretty well ready to roll. Definitely could have benefited from like two or four more weeks of planning and preparing, but I felt like I was good enough to go. And the first webinar was It was full of energy, but it was also full of technical difficulties. I was using Webinar Jam and, you know, even after having practiced and things went smoothly, for whatever reason, things were not going well. And I even had my assistant helping me and it just was not good. But people were kind of like hanging in there, lost a few people during the webinar, but A lot of people stayed the whole way through and even I got through the whole pitch at the end and nobody bought. (laughs) And after the webinar, people were going into the Facebook group and saying how great it was and how much they learned and it was awesome. And I'm like, but nobody bought, Mm. like, why was it so great? And nobody bought. And so I felt like complete failure felt like, why on earth did I spend all these hours of time preparing for this to end up with nothing? So I basically cried myself to sleep that night. Like, I'm glad that people had fun and they learned something, (laughs) but like, I don't think that I can afford to put in this many hours, you know, just to do everything for free. So in the morning, I just literally did not want to get out of bed. And I'm not someone who's ever really suffered with depression. And you hear about, you know, these days people have where they just don't want to get out of bed. And it's never, ever happened to me until this point. And so I literally just laid in bed until lunchtime. I've Mm. never done that in my life. (laughs) And just like sobbing. And I was supposed to get on the next webinar that day. And I'm just like, I can't do it. It's just too much. Everything's going to go wrong again. (laughs) Like, I don't know how to fix the tech issues. I don't know how to fix whatever I did that wasn't working. It's just like, I'm ready to give up basically. And so I had a few wonderful people who jumped in and pep talked me out of bed. (laughs) (laughs) One of my good mastermind buddies and my husband, and I was working a little bit with a business coach at the time. And everyone was just like, you've already done so much. You've already prepared so much. You just, you know, 
you can't throw in the towel. There are people who are expecting you to be there and you can't let them down. So a lot of it came down to the whole, like, I can't let these people down. Like people are excited and they want to learn something and they're going to show up and I can't let them down. But then the other really big piece, and this is kind of where you come in because I remembered, thank goodness. I remembered at some point, I think it was probably in a podcast, but I'm not even a hundred percent sure where you talked about how your fears are often projected in your audience back at you, whatever it is, it's kind of like going on for you. All of a sudden you kind of see it show up for them. Am I right? Yes. It's a very esoteric concept, but like what, you know, what we say in that episode is what if whatever someone is saying to you as either a criticism or feedback or a complaint or whatever is really just the mirror of what your biggest fears are, what's going on internally with you. Exactly. Exactly. And so it was this huge light bulb moment (laughs) where I realized people were going into my Facebook group, like of their own will. I did not ask them to do this going in there and being like, this program sounds amazing and I really want to do it, but I'm so scared. I don't know if I can. And they like multiple people all saying the same thing. And I realized in this instant, when your voice came back into my head, I was like, oh, it's because I'm scared. It's because Mm -hmm. the entire webinar, I, in the back of my mind was like, I don't know if this is really worth it. I don't know if these people really should invest in this program. Like, even though I'm talking about these case studies of these other gals that went through it and the success that they've seen and the transformation, like, but does that mean it's going to happen for the people who are here with me in this webinar? I don't know. It was like these huge doubts and somehow that came through so that people were going into the group saying these things. And then it was this huge mirror in front of my face, like, holy cow, that's exactly what's going on. And then there was this immediate shift in thinking like, whoa, but there are all these people who've had these great experiences and experiencing transformation. And I don't want to see these people not be able to have that too, because they want it so badly. It was just this like switch that went off that it turned into It will kill me not to see you be able to have the thing that you really want to have. And this can help you do that. That's a bit, that's a huge difference to go from, um, (laughs) I'm afraid that this is not worth it to, I'm afraid of what would happen if you missed out on this. Yes. Wow. And that's exactly what happened. It was, perfect timing because then even though I didn't have a whole lot of time to make, you know, any big changes in the presentation, like it, you know, obviously first time webinar, you just kind of do what you can do and then learn and get better in the future. 
So I made like minor changes, but I think the biggest change was just the energy that I brought. I mean, the last one had energy and it was excitement, but it was the belief and the confidence and the like, of course you should do this. Like if this is the change that you want to see happen, then you need to do this and it's completely worth it. And you're going to get back what you invest into it in like, you know, double, triple, quadruple fold. It just depends on how much you put into it. So I finally sold myself on my own program, but I had to go through that whole experience of doubting it and then seeing it show up in the mirror of my potential customers, doubts and fears in order to get there. So the second webinar actually went on without any tech problems, but I actually only made maybe two or three sales that night. But then it was kind of like the entire follow-up was focused on helping walk people through fear. It didn't really have anything to do with the content of the program. It was like I was getting in to live streams in the group talking about fear and how to handle fear and how to go for what you want and how to just, you know, take the next step, even though you don't know what the future holds. You just have to have that, you know, belief that you're taking the right next step. So it was kind of, it was a lot of counseling going on, but it was amazing in just the follow-up of the Facebook group interaction. And then through my emails, that's where everybody poured in. It wasn't really so much through the webinars. Wow. And so final tally for this one? So... The October launch was 19. That was 19. That was the 19. Okay. Got it. Okay. So just to be clear then, and if it was at the $297 price, so you went from zero sales on the first one, got a bump on the second webinar to over 65, 66 total sales and customers by the end of that. Yeah. Now there were some that were coaching client. So there were some oh, got it. that I were see. enrolling with extra. You know, got it. So you had, another, time. you had another tier and, and then you charge more for that tier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's another conversation for another time. This is yep. awesome. First of all, thank you for sharing that. This is what I call the launch free fall. It happens to the best of us. It happens more <laughs> often than you think. And I always like to say, you know, it ain't over till it's over. It's when you're in the middle of the launch, a promotion where you feel like, man, I am not on track to what I set out to do but it ain't over till it's over 30, 40% yeah. of sales can come in on that last day or two. So you just don't know. But I just, I love how you pivoted internally much more than externally. You pivoted first emotionally and that just set a whole new way of looking at the launch and looking at your audience and the opportunity that was right in front of you. I wish we could bottle that and just give that to everybody because that's yeah. the difference. Like that's what it takes. That's why we created a podcast like this because I don't know. It just, no one's te- you can't teach that in a course. Like, you know, there's no course in like how to, <laughs> how to <laughs> flip your fear in the middle of a launch. And, you know, sure you can, but like, oh, that's just, it's so powerful. I want you to quickly, before we wrap up, just take me through a little bit more of your timeline. So you hit almost 20 K, which is $300 less than your goal. We'll count that as hitting your goals. You did that with how big was your list? If you could recall at that time, at that time, 
probably around 1,300. 1,300 people. That's amazing. Then you launched again in January while you were out at our live event for Business by Design. And you had about a little bit more on your list, 1,400. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And little bump in sales. How much did you generate on that one? Yeah. Yeah. That was 22,000. Awesome. And now here we are recording in April. You're gearing up for your next one. I sure am. So before we wrap up, just tell me like where you're at right now in this moment today, looking out at that, like what is possible for you now? What are you excited about? What is the next step in Kelly Wise's journey? So I'm really excited because this is the first time that I have reached out to affiliates to bring in some other people who serve the same audience so we can just see how we can help them in this next launch. And I have learned from the past two launches how important community is to my audience, how they love to connect with each other and cheer each other on and share their own insights and ideas and what's worked for them. And I love that. I call myself their chief executive cheerleader Hmm. (laughs) because I love to just see them doing awesome things and helping each other out. So knowing that that's such a huge part of what works well for my audience, I'm doing a five-day challenge because there's just so much interaction that can happen in a challenge. So there will be a separate pop-up Facebook group just for the launch where everyone can hang out and interact and see what everybody's up to and what they're working on. So I'm super excited about that and just excited about doing something new, totally new, having affiliates. So I don't know exactly, you know, what to expect, but I've also taken a note from you on the, like, my goal with this launch is to have my affiliates have an amazing experience. Mm -hmm. So I have spent the most of my time preparing thus far, creating like amazing materials and resources for them and super highly organized. And my mission with them is to make it fun and easy. And I just keep saying that over and over. I just want it to be fun and I want it to be easy for them. And I want it to be a team effort. So anything that I can do, you know, to add to that is sort of bonus. But my number one goal is that the affiliates have a great experience as well as obviously the participants. So we'll see. I have no, (laughs) I have no idea. I keep doing new things over and over again and (laughs) it's always a learning experience. And my husband keeps saying, when are you just maybe going to repeat something and like just do the same thing again? I do encourage that. That definitely like, you know, there's, well, we've talked about this on the podcast before, but there becomes this comfort in that hustle mode of like, create. And I've talked about this with members in my inner circle and how much we do this, where it's like subconsciously, we feel like we have to justify the revenue we're making by putting out more effort and work where it's like, wait a second, like just because it's easy doesn't mean it's not going to give me less revenue just because all I got to do is turn the on button, you know, and let this thing go again, doesn't mean it's going to bring less revenue. But when you have a subconscious script playing that, Hey, if I don't work for it, I don't deserve it. 
that comes up. Now, I'm not saying that's what's going on with Kelly, but it's a very <laughs> common thing. And it's what's most important is it's on her radar and that she's aware of it and she can start to point it out. It's something I've dealt with. I think I still have remnants of it. You know, I just see it and I catch it. And I think that's the first step. This is so great. Listen, Kelly, here's my last question for you. And again, I just thank you so much for your time and your story. And I know you have your two-year-old is on a, a nap time. So you're <laughs> yeah. a wife and a mother running this business as well. And it's just, I think you're going to realize very quickly how much of a source of inspiration you are, not just to your audience, but to the audience on this podcast as well. So thank you for that. But here's my last question. Looking back at the Kelly from the summer of last year and remembering what she was like, if you were to go back in time, maybe hop into a DeLorean for a moment and, mm -hmm. and revisit that Kelly from, you know, June, July, August, or somewhere in that time period. What advice would you have for her knowing what you know today? Gosh, there's so much advice <laughs> because I feel like I've learned so much in a year, more than I have ever learned, I think in my entire life, to be honest. I think just being in business just kind of forces a need for kind of personal development and figuring out who you really are and what's really going on in your mind and so many things. So I would say to the Kelly of last year during my beta launch that the mindset piece is so extraordinarily important and that it's not just about the mechanics or getting things quote unquote right or doing everything perfectly because that is something I have struggled with my whole life is just the perfectionism piece, but just filling your mind with the things that you need to hear the positivity, the affirmations, hearing what other business people who have been successful have gone through to know that you're not alone, that everyone has had these thoughts, everyone has had these feelings, and it's the people who just choose to take the next step that continue to be successful versus the ones who stop and say, this is too hard, I can't handle it you know, the only failure is when you quit. Mm. So I would just say, fill your mind every day. That's why the earbuds are in <laughs> constantly <laughs> during the house tours or the whatever, when I'm doing things that are mindless activities, then I would rather be filling my mind with things that are much more mindful and helping me grow and learn. So I would just say, yeah, fill your mind with the things that help you continue on and to just feel like you can find confidence and you can find belief in yourself if you just keep taking those steps forward and reaching out for the help that you need because it's something that you can't do on your own. You definitely cannot mm -hmm. do it on your own. And I'm such an independent person. So I know that I would not be where I am today if it weren't for many different people who have made that possible and just the forging on and discovering the fears that were holding me back and being able to flip those into 
confidence toward serving better and serving more effectively has done just amazing things. I love it. Guys, the fear makes it fun because everything that Kelly has gone through, the ups and downs, we know she can say, just like it's been for me and just like it's been for other entrepreneurs that step out of their comfort zone and into growth, it's exhilarating. That webinar, that launch, those sales, that next promotion, it's all exhilarating. And it's exhilarating because first there was fear and then there was your courage and confidence to do it anyways. So Kelly, thank you so much for taking the time to share your inspiring journey. I can't wait to hear, see, and keep track on your next steps in your journey, where you're going to be at even just a year from now. So thank you again, Kelly. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, James. I really just, I owe so much to what you have taught through your podcast and through Business by Design. There's no way that I would have been able to get to where I am today if it weren't for you sharing all of your experience and knowledge and being real and being transparent has helped so much. So I owe you a debt of gratitude. So thank you. For 10 years now, I've made my living selling digital courses, membership subscriptions, and group coaching. I've been able to make millions of dollars. Yet even better, I've been able to help thousands upon thousands of students with my training. Yet I've never taught my system on how to actually get started, how to choose the right niche, the right product, the right tools, and the right plan. Until now. The information marketing industry is booming now more than ever. And if you've been sitting on the sidelines waiting to get in, well, now is your time. For the next eight weeks, I'm going to be delivering a brand new training course live showing exactly how to get started and get profitable, even if you have no list, no product, or no idea. And the best part is, it's 100% free. All you have to do is request an invite to my private Facebook group. Every week, I'll broadcast a live, in-depth training with homework, action items, and of course, Q&A. So to request access to my private group now and join the training absolutely free, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash free. That's www.jameswedmore.com forward slash free. And I'll see you there.